So basically, tzitzes and korbanos represent the same avoda, and therefore that's why the Beis Hamikdash and the Mishkan had the peroiches and were the, 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 was embroidered with the chutim of tchele. So tchele as far gomon, salas shani, as it says in the beginning of Truma. The Beis Hamikdash was full. The Beis Hamikdash was full of chutim of tchele to remind us that the chut of tchele of tzitzes is being represented over here in the Mishkan, in the Beis in the Beis Hamikdash, to convey the same message that the bria is really full of chutei tchele, full of shemaim down here in Oret. And we learned earlier that the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash is was the, was the model oil was the model of Olam Atikun, and the Olam Atikun is the gilui of all these things hidden over here in Olam Hazeh. So the model Olam Hatikun is a world that's full of chutei tchelas, and therefore the Mishkan and the Beis Hamikdash was full of chutei of tchelas. So therefore we see that the klaliest Beis Hamikdash and Mishkan, the klaliest avoda was the chut of tchelas, the same chut achel at tchelas that's represented in Sitzes was represented in the Mishkan because it's all one avoider. And there's in fact a very interesting remiss to this, to all of this, to tie the Chut of Tcheles and Tzitzes to the Chut Tcheles and the Mishkan together. The Medrash says in Lech Lecha on the Posuk, Avraham Avinu says to Malkit Tzedek that I, I'm not going to take, I refuse to take any of the spoils of war offered to me. The Medrash on this passage brings three pshatim to explain the words michut. The Avraham Avinu says, I'm not even going to take a thread. And Chazal say that because he said this, he was oichet to schar later on. What's the schar? So the first shit in the Medrash, B'Shem Rebbe Abba says, Om HaKadosh Baruch Hu, At Omris Im Michut, So the first shot is that the chut is mitzvah tzitzis. That's the Mishkan that was embroidered with Tcheles. So you see, of course, there's three Pshatim, what this Chut refers to. All Pshatim referring to the, 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 the Chut Shal Tcheles. Either it's the Chut Shal Tcheles of Tzitzis, or it's the Chut Shal Tcheles of the Mishkan, or it's the Chut that's represented by Korbanus. So you see that these three Nyanim, the, the message of all these three Nyanim is all the same. So therefore when you, we're putting on our tzitzes in the morning, we are in fact preparing ourselves for Klolis the Kavoyed and the Beis HaMikdash. So I think that's how we can conclude Mitzvah tzitzes by saying that the simple preparation for this mitzvah is that we must look at the tzitzes just before we're about to put them on, and we must think to ourselves that blineda beis Hashem is baruch today. Whatever mokum we're going to find ourselves in during the course of the day, whatever matzav on a soyin Hakadosh Baruch Hu puts us into, however hard it may seem, however remote we might be in mokum or in matzav or in nisoyin from any hope of ruchnius. We have to be well aware that in this Mokim, in this Matzav, in this Nesoyen, there is a Chut Shal hidden there. And it's possible to make out of this Mokim or Matzav the greatest Kiddush Hashem and to connect this Mokim, Matzav, and Nesoyen to the Kisei HaKovet, nothing less. To remember not to be Messiah Das at all from this Avoida. The Avoida of Shivisi Hashem Lenegdi Somid. Realizing that there's no such thing as a Mokim without potential Kedusha or potential Avoida Hashem. And therefore, Blinada, we undertake to, that we are put in this, into such a situation. That we undertake to look out, to seek out, to sniff out the best possible Tikkun, the best potential Avoida Hashem that lies in this Mokim Matzav and that we find ourselves in. 
even if it seems to be the greatest opposite, the greatest opposite of Avodah Hashem, even though it seems externally perhaps to be the greatest Yerida, or the greatest Rechut from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. in fact, we have to know that Mitzvah Sitzes is teaching us that it isn't, it isn't. Even a Hiro even an environment, a Goyish environment that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has placed us in, is an empty and void of potential Avodah Hashem. Other Rabbah, the Chutzon Cheles is waiting for us there, it's waiting for us, and if we're Mekayim Shavisa Hashem the next summit, and if we bring out of the most difficult matzah the Kiddush Hashem, if we mechazek ourselves, then we've just released the chutzul chelas. We've released the shchina, the kisa kovoid, the rakia, the kisa kovoid from being captured down here in Olamazeh, and we've just brought about an unbelievable tikkun, an unbelievable tikkun of bria, an unbelievable chibur shemaim oretz, unbelievable finding discovery of shemaim in oretz. And then we look at the beggar of the tzitzis, and we think of the Anana covered, we think of the protection that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can and does, and is protecting, protecting every Jew, in every Mokr, Matzav, and Nisoyim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu places him. We remember the dangers that faced Klal Yisrael in the Midbar, those dangers that the Bemis Klal Yisrael were completely oblivious to, because they were surrounded with Hashem's protection. We look at this beggar as being a mini, the beggar of the tzitzes, as being a mini Anana Kovet, that even if we put into any of these Matzavim, Hashem is going to protect us, Hashem is, is protecting us. And if we dovik, if we make a chibur between us and ourselves and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then in fact we'll be completely oblivious to all the dangers and to all the Nisiyonis. Especially when we're discussing the Talas Godel that completely wraps around us, is that for sure one can really feel this Indian that we're being protected by some sort of anana covered around us. And therefore, there's no machshavas of Yish. We're makabal upon ourselves that throughout the day there won't be any machshavas of Yish. We have the most powerful protection protecting us in every mokim and matzav. That's the deeper chibur of Shemayim Boretz. The Tchelis, the Rakia, the Shemayim that's everywhere in the Oretz. Having thought this, Having internalized this, we now put our tzitzes on confident base Hashem's Borach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu will protect us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will never put us into a spot in our lives that we can't make out of that Mokram into, into a Kiddush Hashem. Hashem will never put us into a Matzav taking away from us the idea of Shavisi Hashem Lenegdi Somit. Atkan Mitzvah Tzitzis, and here we conclude the third share, which was Mitzvah Tzitzis. And now we're ready to move on, Be'ezah Hashem Yisbarach, or Be'siyat to the fourth share, which we're going to discuss, Mitzvah Tfilin. Mitzvah Tfilin. Let's begin the share of Mitzvah Tfilin with a Gemara in Brochus and Daf Vov Omedalev. Omar Reb Ovin Barav Ada Omar Reb Yitzchok Minayin Shakurish Baruchu Miniach Tfilin Shenema Nishba Hashem Biminoyf Ubezroya Uzoy Biminoyzu Toiro Ubezroya Uzoy Eilu Tfilin Shenema Hashem Oiz Lamo Yite. So what do you see from here? We see from here that tefillin is connected to the idea of oiz. How do you know Hashem put where's tefillin? Because it says, B'mizroya uzoi. M'mizroya uzoi eilu tefillin. And this requires a bit of hezbo. What's, what's the connection between the idea of tefillin and the idea of oiz? The Gemara there continues, and says, Aminayin shatfilin oiz heim li Yisrael. 
How do you know that Tefillin is called Oiz V'Yisrael, Diksiv, Roh, Chol Amei HaOretz, Kishem Hashem, Nikro, Olech, Olecho, V'Yoru Mimech? When the Vatanya of Lazar God Loime Eilu Tefillin Shabiroish. So you see that when we wear the Tefillin Shabiroish that causes the Goyim to fear us is Mela that shows that Tefillin is the idea of Oiz. Is again, what's this idea that the Goyim fear us when they see us wearing the Tefillin Shabiroish? And how does those, all this tie in to the idea of Oiz? Let's begin discussing the Tefillin Shaliyat. It's your dua that the Tefillin Shaliyat we know is connected as Roya Natuya that HaKadosh Baruch Hu took us out of Mitzrayim. Shem took us out with Roya Natuya. Beot Chazokov is Roya Natuya. Like we say in the L'Shem Yichud before Tefillin, V'tzivonu l'aniach alayod l'zichroin z'roya Natuya. We continue this L'Shem Yichud to say, Vishi Neged Aleiv, the Tulin Shalyad is Neged Aleiv, Lishabad Botavas, Umachshavas, Lebenu, Lavidosa, Yisborach Shemoy. To be Meshabad, all our Taivas and all our Machshavas to our Kurdish Prochum. What's the connection between the idea of Zroya Anatuya and the Shibud of all Taivas to our Kurdish Prochum? Kilutz Mashma, it's all connected together. Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, Yod Chazoka. And therefore, it's connected to Leib, Shabbat, Batavas, and Machshus Lebedin. What's the connection? But the answer to this is the Yisod of Mitzvah Tzvillin. Because Bichlal, forget about Tzvillin a second. Bichlal, when we see, we look at the Psukim discussing Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, we find that Kodesh Baruch Hu being slabish into the middle of Azus. Like it says in, 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 uh, in Pesach, it says in Bishalach, Gabi Kriyas Yamsuf, Vayoylech Hashem, Ruach Kodim Azo Kol Halayla. Ruach Kodim Azo. This Ruach that split the sea was a Ruach Azo. And in Tehillim in Perik Ein Dalet, the Prophet says, Atu Feirarotob Be'ozvachoyom. And in Nechemya Perik Test, the Prophet says, Ishl Shlachta Kumoi Even B'mayim Azim. What's this Bechin of Azos that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is using to punish the Mitzrim? But the answer is Poshet. What is the middle of Azus? So obviously when we're talking about HaKadosh Baruch Hu being Mislabish and Azus, we're talking about the middle of Azus, the Kedusha. So there's a middle of Azus, the Klippa of Tumah, then there's a middle of Azus in Kedusha. What is the middle of Azus? The middle of Azus is not to be in a spoil from anything. Not from being a spoil, not from suddenly being frightened from any overpowering superior power facing him. Not to budge, but to stay strong. Not to get emotionally affected from anything that can happen to him. It's a type of stubbornness. A type of chutzpah. To rise up against the superior power. Without any fear. Without any worry. Just staying the way one is, not budging. In other words, when we talk about chutzpah, we usually talk about an example of a child. A child that sometimes has chutzpah is chutzpah. Why? Because what does it mean when a child chutzpah? He speaks to his elders, he speaks to his parents, he speaks to his teachers with chutzpah, meaning that even though they are, old, they are older than him, more powerful than him, more authority than him, but, but nevertheless, he's not spoiled from all that. He talks to them the way he talks to them. That's the koyach of chutzpah, that's the koyach of others. And Be'emes, when one uses the mid of Azaz and Kedusha, 
It has a murder kamila. The Gemara Beitzer says in Dafchofei, praising Klal Yisrael, that mepnei man nitno toyrali Yisrael mepnei shehein azin. And then the Gemara continues that Yisrael azin shebu umoyis Klal Yisrael or the azim of all the nations, the kelev and the dog is azin shebechayis. It's the azin of the whole chayis. So the Klal Yisrael represents the azus of kedusha. And the Kelev, the dog, represents the Azus of Chayas, like we say in the, in Bnei Echol and Shalashudas, Hani Kalbin de Chatzifin, Klovin at And the Pshat in Klal Yisrael having this Azus of Kedusha means that really, if one looks at the history of Klal Yisrael, we can see, we can say certainly, confidently, that the only way that Klal Yisrael held themselves together against overwhelming enemies, against worlds, against millions of enemies, trying to wipe them out, was with this mid of Aziz. Klal Yisrael are considered, are compared to a keves, a sheep, being shivim ze'evim, surrounded by 70 wolves here in Olam Hazer. The greatest mighty powers of, of Olam Hazer were always standing up against Klal Yisrael. Were it the mighty empire of Rome, of Spain, of Germany, Machshemon. And if Klal Yisrael would, wouldn't have had others, they would have realized that we've got a break. We can't, so we can't remain. In many cases, they were promised safe haven. Just give up, just bow down to an idol. Just convert, just convert to Christianity. Crusaders, etc. All these difficult times where Klal Yisrael knew the solution. Even the Svam Akdashim said when it came to the Gzair of Homon, that if Klal Yisrael would have told Achashverosh, would have told Homon that they are Shmad, they're Shmadin them, they're, 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 they're converting to another religion, they would have been saved. But Klal Yisrael has none of that. Klal Yisrael is not spoiled from any dangers. Klal Yisrael is Dovet to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Klal Yisrael are Maminim in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Klal Yisrael love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Like the Pasuk says, Ki Azok Kamoves. Oh, ha, ha, the Ava, the Klal Yisrael has to HaKadosh Baruch Hu is an Ava of Azus. It's such an Azus that nothing can deter them from this Ava. Nothing can tear them away from this Ava, this Dveikas HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ma'im Rabbim lo yuchlu l'chabes es ha'ava says Shlema Melech and Shia Shirim. Ma'im Rabbim says Rashi then Shia Shirim corresponds to all the mighty generals of the armies on Horus Leish to the princes of nations, the generals of the army, the most powerful people. They cannot extinguish the Ava. Kali Yisrael doesn't budge. Kali Yisrael are readily prepared to go to their deaths. We remain with what we remain. We remain in our munah and our love to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. And they've tried so many times to extinguish this Azaz of Kedusha, however unsuccessfully. We are not despoiled from them Bechalal. We remain kosher, stuck to our Kodesh Baruch Hu. That's the mid of Azaz of Kedusha that Kali Yisrael have. Kal Yisrael are the Am Oiref. In Kedusha, they are the stubborn nation that never leaves our Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Umar Sa'ilam are just the opposite. If we see that Kal Yisrael isn't, isn't affected by an overwhelming power of nations down here, the Umar Sa'ilam are just the opposite. The Nochosh knew HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Nochosh knew that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was the sole power and the mighty power in, all, in, 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 in the Bria, in Olam and in the Bria. And nevertheless, the Nochosh dared rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Again, the Nochash didn't budge. He knew HaKadosh Baruch Hu's power. He knew HaKadosh Baruch has an overwhelming power against him. He knew he can't stand up to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But nevertheless, with the greatest others possible, he did. Nimrod, says Rashi, why is he called Nimrod? Because he was Yodeas, Reboinoi, Omiskavein, Nimrod, boy. 
Nimrod had the most terrible others, others of Klippa. Rabbi Tzadik writes in the Kutim in the Kutim Amorim that all the Goyim have this unbelievable others. All the Goyim that denied Akadosh Prochu's existence, all the Gakum, the Goyim, the Koyfrim had a terrible others. Sheinka Dugmosa. Bichlal, the whole Oretz, that is Malem or Master, that hides HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that hides the Heavenly Presence, is all one big Azaz. Avraham Avinu was born into a world of terrible Azaz. Of Azaz the Klippa. Of the Azaz the Bechina of Kalbid the Chatzifin, the Chutzpah of the Dog, the Chutzpah of the Nimrod, the Chutzpah of the Nochosh, the Chutzpah of the whole world, being Oivde Avodah Zara. That's the world Avraham Avinu was born into. Avraham Avinu realizes that he has to be metak in the world. And therefore Avraham Avinu takes their others. And Avraham Avinu is also a tremendous others upon him. But others upon him in Kedusha. Avraham is unbelievable chutzpah the Kedusha. He's a lone man in the world. He's over Nezid. In numbers, he's number one. He's one person against the whole world. And he gets up against the whole world. He gets, he gets up against all the mighty kings and against the world. With an unbelievable Aziz of Kedusha. He gets up against Nimrod. He, it's, it's tossing who's going who's to win. Nimrod is the Aziz of Kalippa. Avraham Avinu is the Aziz of Kedusha. And Avraham Avinu realizes to be metak in the world, he has to practice this mid of Aziz and tear it away from the Azim, the dogs, the Aziz of Kalippa, of Chutzpah, of Kalippa, and to be metak in that by bringing the emistic Aziz, the Aziz of Kedusha, of showing that I'm not going to batch from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you can throw me in Nimrod, you can throw me into a Kibshon Eish, my Emun in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, my Simcha, my Avat HaKadosh Baruch Hu, isn't dimmed or extinguished in the slightest bit. He's not in the spot. That's the Azaz of Kedusha versus the Azaz of Klippa. And that's why we say, Tenu Oiz Leleikim Al Yisrael Gavotse. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachal is misgoy with the Azaz of Klal Yisrael. Why? Because the Azaz of Klal Yisrael shows that we're so, we're so connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have such bitachim to HaKadosh Baruch Hu that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the sole power. The sole power and everything else is Ayin V'Efes. All the Azaz of the Umas Oilam is Toshet, not Azaz, but it's stupidity. Is when we show our others, is the, is the MSA is that we're bringing out the godless, the power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why Tenu always Leleikim Al Yisrael Gavosei. The others of the Goyim is Mashpil the Shechina. The others of the Goyim undermines the Shechina. Is a Chutzpah that undermines, that takes on the Shechina, Chas V'Sholem. But the, the, the others of Klal Yisrael brings out Kaviyochel the Koyach, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Misroimim, and Nisale Kaviyochel the Gaiva, the Begedar, the Begin of Hashem Moloch Geis Lovish, through the others of Klal Yisrael, to Nuhoiz Lelikim, Al Yisrael Gavosoy. This reached another peak in, in, in Mitzrayim. Paroi says the Mitzrayim is the, the Begin of the Nochosh. Yechezkel also compares Paroi to the Tanin, to the Nochosh. That's why the Simon and the Oasis that Moshe Rabbeinu has to make with Paroi is this, the staff turning into the Nochosh. Paroi is the Begin of this Nochosh. Paroi is again the Azus of Kalippa. Paroi gets smitten by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. One Makkah comes down. He's not in his ball. Another one comes down. He's not in his ball. He represents the others of Nimrod. He represents the others of not budging. I know HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I can see and recognize the Hashem that you can do what you want with me. So what's going on? So if you see that HaKadosh Baruch Hu can do what, what he wants, why didn't you just free Klal Yisrael? The Territ says because Paroi is an Av. Paroi has Chutzpah. Paroi is the Oisius Oiref. 
And Am Kishay Oyrev, the Oyrev is at the back of the neck, that's the Mokum of others. It's hard, it's a mock, it's a hard, at the back of the neck it's hard, it doesn't budge. It represents the Koyach of not budge, of not, not, not getting emotionally affected. That's why the Luz, for example, the Luz, the bone, that a person's going to wake up with Batchir Samesim, that that bone has been burnt and that bone has been crashed and struck. People have attempted to crash and to smash it, it's not in the spot, it stays where it is. It stays, you can't break it. That loses over there. So that loses at the back, it's in the Oyref. In the Oyref is Rosh Hashanah's Pare. Pare is the, is the, is the Oyref of Kalippa. So therefore the whole story of Klan Yisrael going down into Mitzrayim was to be Mavarer, to make a bureau in the Azaz of Kedusha. To find the Azaz of Kedusha in the Azaz of Klippa. To find the Tnu Oizel Ekim and to destroy and to erase the other Azaz, which just undermines the Shekhinah Rachman al-Itzlan. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch Hu sent so many, had so many makas to Pari. Pasha to burn up, that Pari should burn up his others. Even when they fell into the Yamsuf, Susva Roichvoi Roma Vayom. The Susva Roichvoi means that they knew after ten makas that Kodesh Baruch Hu can do what he wants. But yet they went Susva Roichvoi with a gaiva, with a toikif. And, and in that toikif, Kodesh Baruch Hu killed them. Kodesh Baruch Hu used the Bechin of Azus to punish the Mitzrayim who misused the Koyach of Azus of Kedusha. And that's why it says, Vayelach Hashem Ruach Kodim Aza Kolalayla. That's why it says in Tehillim, Ata Ferarta Ferarta Ba'ozachayom. That's why it says in Nechemia, Hishlachta Kumoyavim B'mayim Azim. HaKadosh Baruch Hu took all their Azus and destroyed it simply by showing the Azus of Kedusha. And that's the Midah Kineged Midah to the Mitzrayim. And therefore, on the eve of their departure, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Kal Yisrael that they should take a Korban Pesach. Even though taking a Korban Pesach, taking a lamb, and the lamb was the idol of the, the Egyptians bowed down to. And that's a tremendous azaz, a tremendous chutzpah, to go in front of the Mitzri and to take his animal that he serves, his most valuable, precious thing that he has, and to say that you're going to shech, that you're going to kill it to serve your God. They were prisoners to, they were slaves to. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to Kal Yisrael, I'm preparing you for your departure, I'm preparing you for the eventual transfer from others of Klippa to others of Kedusha. And therefore, I want you to already put into practice the others of Kedusha by showing them its stream in others of Kedusha. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Kali Yisrael that your Azus of Kedusha is going to silence, destroy, and erase their other Azus of Klippa. And therefore the night they went out of Mitzrayim, the Klovim, L'chol B'nei Yisrael, L'echatz Kela, L'shoinu, Kali Yisrael left Mitzrayim, the Klovim usually bark or quiet, because Klovim represent the Azus the the, the of Klippa, as we mentioned earlier. Like the Gemara says in Beit HaKofei, that the, that the Kelev is Azun Shebechayas. Like we say in B'nei Chola, the Ani Kalbin, the Chatsifin. So when the Emma when the Emistika Azus was with the Azus that Klal Yisrael were now preaching, the Klal Yisrael were now practicing was revealed, is then the other Azus became non-existent anymore. The Azus of Klovin was suddenly silenced and they didn't, they didn't say anything. That was the bearer of the Azus of Kedusha from the Azus of Klip. There, the Toikiv and the Azus of, Mitzra, of Mitzrayim, and for that matter, the Toikiv and the Azus that prevailed Bechlal and the Oretz and the Bria then, was completely destroyed and erased. That was the Nitzachan of, 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 uh, of, of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. 
we can go further and we can say that just like Klal Yisrael show the unbelievable Ava to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that nothing can get in the way they don't budge no mighty power can get in the way it's between them and HaKadosh Baruch Hu there's nothing in between there's no Chatzitza there's nothing that dims our love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu upon him upon him when HaKadosh Baruch Hu rescued us and released us from Midgolas Mitzrayim as we say by Yitzayinu HaKadosh Baruch Hu Hashem Mitzrayim lo yalidei malach velo yalidei ashliach ela HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chvoida v'yatmoi just like there's nothing in between Maim Rabbim la yuchli l'chabas is a'ava between us and Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu kamayim and upon him upon him showed us that that nothing was in between him and Klal Yisrael no malochim no shluchim HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'chvoida v'yatmoi that was the real chutzpah of a Molik coming later on in the Midbar to wage war. At a time after Kriyas Yamsuf, where Shomu Amam Yugazim, Chilochaz Yeshua Peloshes, Oz Nifalo Alufe Edom, it broke the others of all the nations. Everybody was now trembling, everybody feared, everybody was emotionally affected by what they saw by what, and what they heard about by Yitzhak Mitzrayim. They had no more others, they melted. Nevertheless, a Molik. A Molik came, as Rashi explains, that a Yovah Molik is like one person jumps into an Ambatiroitachas, like a burning, boiling hot bath. Once one person jumps in, the rest follow. A Molik was this one who had the others, the chutzpah. A Molik, suddenly, suddenly we see this others of Klippa resurfacing. After the dogs were silent, after there shouldn't have been any more others of Klippa in the Bria. Suddenly with a Molik, the same others of Klippa, the same others of Nimrod, of Paroi, of the Nochah, suddenly resurfaces. And therefore, that's Aumil Chomo Keneged Amolik. And therefore, Mordechai later on shows an incredible Aziz to Haman. Haman threatens him. Haman says, If you don't bow to me, I'll destroy the whole Kalisro. Lahare Gulahad Lahar Shmid. Anoshim Noshim Ritaf. And you're going to be the cause of this. And the Major says that Mordechai used to deliberately, knowing the dangers, he used to deliberately walk wherever Haman was, just to walk past without bowing. bowing. What a chutzpah l'choyra. What an Aziz for Mordechai. Others to Haman that he doesn't care of all the dangers that are that are hovering overhead with the wicked Haman and all his gzeiros. But Mordechai knows how to be menatzeach. Mordechai knows that when Klal Yisrael had to break the others of Mitzrayim, that to show others of kedusha. Mordechai is showing over here an unbelievable others of kedusha. Klal Yisrael had to show an akoyach of others. And that's why they were rescued by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why Faket, after they were rescued in the story of the Megillah, is then they set about Lahatul Eim of Fachat. Like the Prophet says, that the Rabbi Me'ame Oretz misyadim ki nafal pachad a Yehudim aleim. The ish le'omad lefneim ki nafal pachdom al kol amim. It wasn't stunned that Klal Yisrael was trying to, was trying, were trying to throw around their authority, were trying to thro- throw the weight around. Chas v'shalom. Uh, because, because the whole homon refers to, corresponds to the others of Klippa, is Klal Yisrael wants to show that we, who one minute ago, we, we, it looked like there was going to be nothing left of us, but only three the others of Kedusha we, we were victorious is now we want to show the others of Kedusha we want to show the power of Kedusha we want to show the Omas Ha'ilam to break their others against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're representing the Koyach Kedusha. And we want to show them that we, to break their others that they have, mustn't have an others to Kedusha. They mustn't have this Chutzpah to be a Deas Reboi de Meskavet Limrod Boy. They have to fear HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And because Klal Yisrael were representing the flag of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, therefore they made the Omas Ha'ilam fear them. 
Now we can come back to Mitzvah Tefillin. That's the Indian of Tefillin Shalyat. The Tefillin of the Zroya Uzoi, like the Gemara and Brachas we quoted earlier says, Uzoi Elu Tefillin. Because the Tefillin Shalyat corresponds to the Zroya Hanatuya. The Mitzvah Tefillin is in a sinus koyach of this Bechina, of, of, of this Bechina of Zroya Hanatuya of Akurish Prochu, where Akurish Prochu broke the Azus, broke the Chutzpah, the Azus of Klippa, and Akurish Prochu gives us his Bechina Kaviyachal, the Zroya the others of Kedusha. The Ruach Kodim Azakola When we put on our Tzulun Shaliyad, we say to ourselves, and we make upon ourselves that throughout the day any Nisoyan that's going to come our way we're going to use the Azim we're going to remember that Yisrael Azim Shebo we're going to remember that we are Am Kishay Oiref when it comes to Nisoyanus Neged Yitzhahara when it comes to bad company when it comes to bad friends trying to pull us away and when it comes to Nisoyanus of I'm, 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 I'm scared I'm embarrassed socially what are they going to say that I freaked out I'm too from I'm davening too long etc etc when we put someone shall yad on we say no I'm not going to budge I know what the right thing is in life I know what's important in life I know what the priorities are in life and therefore I'm going to make sure that no Nisoyan, no friend, no matzav that I'm in is going to tear me away. I'm going to remain in action. I'm going to be stubborn. I'm get, getting the koyach through the tzil and shalyad of the azaz shal kedusha. And that's what we call out to our Kodesh Baruch We're going to wage war with the Yetzirah. We're going to fight the Yetzirah. Sometimes the Yetzirah makes, makes a person feel overwhelmed. Makes a person feel that it's a proper war to win over the Yetzirah. But we're not nispals from that bechalal. We're not going to give up. We have the koyach. And if Avram Avinu, the lone Avram Avinu, the lone man of faith in the world, was victorious against the five kings, because he had siyat shmai. When you show others, you succeed. That's the, the that's the that's the semel of tefillin. In Meda, therefore, that's why. That's why the words, together with saying, we say, and we're also in the Shabbat, but Tavos, the Machshavs, Lebenu, Lavodosa, is Baruch Shemoy, together with the Yad Chazok, with the, with the Zroya Natuya. Because it's this Zroya Natuya, it's this Zroya Uzo that's going to help us be Meshabet, Tavos, the Machshavs, Lebenu, Lavodosa, is Baruch Shemoy. However difficult it might see, however deep we fall into the Yam of Taiva, however deep we fall into the grasps of the Yitzhahara, but nevertheless, Tillin teaches us, and we put Tillin on that the correct machshava to think of when we put on our tefillin shaliyat that that that, that we're going to be we're not going to budge we're not going to budge we're going to stay however overwhelming it's, it, it seems Kali Yisrael have faced worse nisyonis in their history and yet the only kiem of Kali Yisrael the only way they pulled through and survived was by not budging by showing an others and a chutzpah and we're going to show this others of chutzpah against the Yetzirah who in fact is the who is the satan who is the nochash. He's the Aziz Ponim. He's the Aziz Az the Clipper. He's telling us to rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu, a Chutzpah. He's the Chutzpah. We're going to use the Chutzpah of Kedusha to erase and, des- and to destroy his Chutzpah, just like we did in Mitzrayim, where we took their animals in front of their eyes and practiced Aziz the Kedusha that destroyed their, their Aziz and that silenced their Aziz. That's how we're going to silence the Yetzirah and all the Nisiones he puts us into. And that's the famous Gemara and Shabbos and Memtes, the Elisha Balkan of Fine. By Elisha Balkan of Fine, that the Romans decreed, Shakolaminiach, Tfilini, and Nakruis Moichu. Whoever puts Tfilin on, they're going to kill them, going to knock their brains. Elisha used to put his Tfilin on and he used to go out into the open. 
And then he had a nest about going to find it, caught up with him, they chased him, and they didn't find the tefillin, he had a nest, the tefillin turned into doves, pigeons. I call upon him, what we have to understand over here is that why, why is he being dafka? Why is he going deliberately? Why is he yotzel ashuk? Beseda, there were periods in Kalali Stroll where they were in Spain, where they, where they hid, and they kept her in mitzvahs, the Miranos, they kept her in mitzvahs in hiding. Elisha Balkan of Haim is obviously trying to show us something by putting tefillin on and going out the shuk. What's he doing? The answer is because there's no string as hiding tefillin. Tefillin stands for oiz. Tefillin stands for chutzpah. The Romans decree that we mustn't wear tefillin. I'm going to show them now wearing tefillin with chutzpah because that is the tefillin Zroya Uzo is showing them the houses of Kedusha the Romans the Romans are, are, are Edom they come from Esau they come from they come from Homa in other words they're Amalek it's all the same nation meaning that they correspond to the Ambati Retachas they correspond to Yudeas Reboinam Iskavin Nimrod boy they correspond to the greatest Aziponim Romans thought that they were so powerful they thought they can take on even Kaviochel Rachman of Islam and therefore Lisha Balkan of Haim that's why the Romans Retachas would decree that we might and wear tefillin because they knew that Kozman were wearing tefillin will never be nichna will never subdue ourselves to them will always remain a potential opposition to them and therefore they want to tear away mitzvah tefillin from us that we should lose this azaz the kedusha lose this chutzpah and give in to their demands and therefore Lishabal Kanafayim showed them that no I'm going out into the shuk with the greatest chutzpah that's the tipul, that's the treatment we give to the Yitzhahorah. That's the Zroya Natuya. And that's the mindset when we wear and when we put an Atzvil Nishaliyat. And that leads us that leads us to the greatest connection to Akadosh Baruch Hu. That leads us to the greatest kiddushin between Akadosh Baruch Hu. That we say Ma'im Rabbim La Yochel LeChabes Azahava. There's nothing in between you and me, Akadosh Baruch Hu. The strongest Yitzhahorah is not going to be choitzitz between me and you. And that's why we when we tie the tefillin that the ritzuas of the tefillin shaliyad round our fingers, we say Verastechli Loilam Verastechli Sarek Mishpat Bechesed Vrachlum etc. Which is the bechin of Verastechli, which is the bechin of Eirusim, which is the bechin of Kiddushim between us and Hakadosh Baruch Because that's Exactly what the tefillin shall yad. That's the hechach of the tefillin shall yad. That nothing's going to get in the way. I need and nothing in between. Therefore, that's the bechin of kedushin to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's the end of the hanochas tefillin shall yad. By the way, there's an akuda that we forgot to say earlier. That Haman's demise came from the major. The major says that Achashverosh. When Esther said, Achashverosh got up in anger and went out into the garden, went out into the, into, into the orchard. And when he came back, says the Medrash, the Malach came and pushed Haman onto Esther. And it looked like that he was trying to take the, trying to do a Maisel's Nuts with Esther Hamalka. And the Achashverosh calls up, Never heard of such a chutzpah. A chutzpah of Haman. How dare you? How dare you try to do this to the queen? In other words, Achashverosh's anger against Haman was the chutzpah that Haman had. So Haman's chutzpah, Haman's azus, even though it was an azus that was forced upon him, but nevertheless, in Achashverosh's eyes, it was an unbelievable chutzpah, and it's that chutzpah that caused his death. But I call upon him, this is the summary of the Tefillin Shalyad and the Koyach, the Nasinus Koyach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us by, by, by lending us the Koyach of the Zroya Uzoi Elu HaTefillin to be always against all the opposition, against everybody or anything or any power that's tearing us away from Kedusha. The Shalroish, the Tefillin Shalroish is the result, is the Tefillin of the Tefillin Shalyad. After we've proved with the Tefillin Shalyad, the Azar Kamove Sahava, 
The Maim Rabbim Lo Yuchlu Lechabes Asahava. However powerful this Maim Rabbim is, like we quoted earlier that Rashi says, that even though the mightiest generals and the mightiest princes, Lo Yuchlu Lechabes Asahava, when we show the Emistika Azus, is that nobody can get in our way. Is the Midah Keneged Midah. One can also say the Schar, the Kamaim Alponim Alponim is, that all the nations are going to fear us. Suddenly, not only are we breaking the Azus of the Yitzhahora and breaking the Azus of not letting us, of, of not being machni ourselves to them, but fakert. Our Azus that we're showing, our Azus of Kedusha, in fact, breaks their Azus. We're not spoil when it comes to them against us, but they are spoil when, when, when it comes to them against us. They suddenly melt, they suddenly see us with the Tulun Shal Roish, and suddenly they start trembling, suddenly they start fearing us, suddenly they start fearing, suddenly they realize that Kral Yisrael is, after all, the chosen nation, etc., etc. What happened with Homon? When he went home and Zeresh's wife says, you can't manage them, it's no point, you're fighting a lost battle, etc., etc., and suddenly they all, they all started trembling. That's why in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Tfilin it says, Mika Amchi Yisrael Goyechot Baoret. In our Tfilin it says, Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekeinu Hashem Echot. It's this achtas between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Nothing can get in the way. And fakert, and therefore Kamayim Alponim Alponim, we break the Goyim. They fear us when we wear Tfilin. That's the Koyach of the Tfilin Shalroish. That Bechino of Kinofal Pachada Yehudim Aleim and Megillas Esther is that's what happened over here. That, that's what happens through the Mitzvah of Tfilin Shalyad, which causes the Nitzachan that Klal Yisrael has over the Goyim and over the Koyach Sarah that's represented by the Tfilin. That's the Koyach of a Melech Yisrael. The Koyach of a Melech Yisrael is not to be scared and not to be despoiled from anybody. The, the Koyach of a Melech Yisrael is the others of Kedusha. And therefore that's why one of the, the first mitzvah of Melech Yisrael is to wipe out Amalek. Shoal's first real mitzvah that he was given was to wipe out Amalek. And why? Because Amalek shows an others the Klipper. The Melech Yisrael shows an others the, the Kedusha. And the others the Kedusha has to wipe out, destroy, and erase the others of Klipper. And therefore Shoal lost the Malchus because he showed that he had Rachman. It shows that he wasn't an Az. It showed that he wasn't strong. He budged. He feared. He softened. And therefore, that's why he lost the Malchus. Yehuda is the rightful Melech. Because we see that Yehuda lo'erech kol aderech in Sefer Bereshis. You see that Yehuda carries out this koyach of Azus. Yehuda comes to talk to Yosef, thinking that Yosef is the powerful Melech Mitzrayim, the one who holds the key to all the food and sustenance of the world. The Choyra, there's no man as powerful as that. And nevertheless, when he wants to get his brother Benjamin back, says the Apostle Yehuda, Yigash ki komoycha keparoi, says Yosef to, 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 to says, says Yehuda to Yosef. It's like Rashi quotes over there. What does ki komoycha keparoi mean? Intaknite. I'll kill you and I'll kill Paroi. Killing. Yosef standing before Yehuda. standing before Yosef. Yosef is sitting in his own palace with all his guards around him. Comes Yehuda, a potential prisoner, and says to Yosef, you're not careful. If you don't return me, my brother, I'm going to kill you. What's going on over here? Yehuda shows that he has the Azus of Kedusha. He doesn't budge. If there's a Shlichus from his father, nothing can get in his way. Not even the mightiest kings in the world. In the Heliga Sefer, Teres Yeshua, from, from the Jikiva, is the, 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 he writes over there that Kikamoicha Kafara is the Gematria Zroya Kotkoid. Zroya Kotkoid from the Posuk of Zroya Kotkoid, which is written by Yehuda, which refers to Tfilin, as we know. 
and the Yaris Dvash, the Heliger Bionis Naibshitz, in Yaris Dvash and Jerusha Aleph says that Yehuda used to carry around Tfilim with him always. And the Chesomcha that Tamar demanded from him, the, the, the Chesomcha, was Tfilim. In Parshas Vayichi, when Yaakov blesses Yehuda, he says, Yodcha ba'oyref oyvecha. Your yand is, yad is in the oyref of, of your enemies. You're going to break the others, because the others are Kalippa, because you correspond to the others of Kedusha. And in fact, the, the, the ponim, Sefer Ponim Yofis says that you die when it says, Yodcha ba'oyref oyvecha, is Yodcha refers to the mitzvah of Tzilin. So in other words, Yaakov was saying that Yotcha, your koyach of tefillin Yehuda, your others that you have represented, that you have manifested all the way, your others of Kedusha, is Ba'oyref Avecha, is going to break the Oyref, is going to break the para, is going to break the others of the clipper of all your enemies. And that's why Nachshon ben Aminodov, Mishavit Yehuda, jumps into the Yamsuf. Again, he's not in a spa, he doesn't budge if that's Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So, 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 so that's what I'm going to do. That's the middle of Malchus in Yisrael. We are all called B'nai Melochim. Even in our Loch, in El Shabbos, we are all called B'nai Melochim. Is that for each and every one of us has this Koyach of Azus, has the Koyach of Yisrael Az in Haim. We all have the Koyach Fakir. When the Yetzirah seems to be so overwhelming, instead of us being on the, de- on the defensive, we go around and fight him. We use the Zroya Ozoi to tell him how dare you rebel against HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We use our Azus to tell him how dare he has his others to be mevatel his others. That's our voida, that's what the mindset that we have to be in when we put filling on in the morning. When we stretch our arm out, when we put out our hand, our arm, to put in filling shal yadon, when we cobble upon ourselves, be'ez Hashem is baruch, not to be in spoil and not to budge from any nisoyin that's going to come out our way. If a friend is going to want to drag us away, if there's going to be a potential nisoyin trying to drag us away, the Yitzhahor is going to try and drag us away. I'm a cobble upon ourselves now to know and to realize that this mitzvah filling is giving me not to budge of Sadik to say that with all the overwhelming opposition I'm going to stay where I am and nothing is going to be choices between me and HaKadosh and then he puts us and then we put our Tzilin Shal Yadon and then when we put the Tzilin Shal Roish is then when it's explaining that if we Enochanami carry out this Alpi Emes is then Kamaim Alponim Alponim we're going to see that HaKadosh Baruch is going to Kinof Al Pachad HaYehudim Aleim HaKadosh Baruch is going to make all our enemies have a big Mapola they're all going to fear they're all going to tremble us and we're going to be the ones to come out victorious from this whole story so from all this we see how important the first few mitzvahs of the Yom, how the first few mitzvahs of, 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 of our day prepare us for the day, prepare us for all the onslaughts that are going to come out, that come, come our way, prepare us for all the potential Nesiyoyinahs, for all the potential Yitzhahorahs coming our way, and the unbelievable Nesiyoyinahs Koyach that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, the unbelievable Koyach and Siyat the Shmaya that HaKadosh Baruch Hu fills us is with every single morning with these Heiliger mitzvahs, beginning from the Telas Yedayim, through Tzitzit and Tzitzilin, in order to be guarded, to be armed, throughout the day to be an emestika Ever Hashem to be Mekayim the Shavisi Hashem the Nekdi Summit in an emestika way and to stay, stay stay clear from anything Ra and to be protected from HaKadosh Baruch Hu by all the various protections we've just discussed so
So therefore, th- with this we end the first part of the whole series of the preparations of getting up in the morning, which prepare us. And as we said right, right at the beginning, that the main series, the main part of the series is going to be Beis Hashem Baruch Mitzvah Tefillah, coming to shul in the morning. So I think at this stage we're ready to conclude this first part, which is all a preparation to what's going to come now. And from now on we're going to concentrate on the Nyanim of Tefillah, on the Nyanim of coming to shul, and then Beis Hashem Baruch to see that all these Hakdomas were appropriate, all the Hakdomas and the Shurim we gave till now, we can all put into all the ideas that we got from there, we can put into practice when we actually begin talking about the Tefillah. So that's the end of this series, and Be'ez HaShem Baruch we're moving now closer to the idea of the Besaknesses and the Tefillah that we dove in there in the Besaknesses. The Chazik myself in the Avoida of the Cholder Echechodeihu to try to the best of my ability to excel in this Avoida, to learn, to daven, to eat, to drink, to sleep, to walk, to run, to walk, all the Shem Shemayim, all the Maisiyadaim should be Maisiyadaim that give Nachas Ruach to you, Akkadish Baruchu. And for that again, I'm a kind of the Mitzvah Al Natalasiyadaim with the second meaning of Anatl, realizing that I'm only a Kaili for this Avoida of the Cholder Echechodeihu. It sounds a difficult avoider, but it really isn't. A person eats Lashem Shemaim. What does it entail already to eat Lashem Shemaim? Rutsari writes in Sitka Satsadik that if a person goes to eat, thinking to himself, that HaKadosh Baruch created me, HaKadosh Baruch created me with a chesorn, He created me with teva that I get hungry and I eat. If He created me with that teva, it must be that it's Nachas Ruach for Him when I eat, and therefore I'm eating now to give Nachas Ruach to HaKadosh Baruch all such, all such small things, they seem so small, but nevertheless they can create, they can make a whole su'uda, a whole ma'isa achila, into a Nachas Ruach to HaKadosh Baruch into a Becholder Ochecho if a person sleeps and when he goes to bed and he says Bioda Afkid Ruchi and he says Akhodishpochu, give me koyach that tomorrow I can concentrate that much better and my concentration span should be that much longer. So he's so he spoken to Akhodishpochu, he made a simple cheshbon and nefesh for a minute or two, but nevertheless his whole sleeping has now become an avoid of a cholder of Echodeihu. And Kodshkin and Ruchnius, when a person before he begins learning the morning and he says Akhodishpochu, help me that my learning chaser shalom shouldn't be shalom help me that I should concentrate that my learning should be l'shem yichud kodshabrichud to give you Nachaz Ruach to HaKadosh Baruch for the Nachaz Ruach Shomati V'Nasar Etzoyni is then he's made his whole learning he's made every element of his Avodah Hashem every element of any action of the day into Avodah Hashem this is all the first step of Chibur Shemayim Oretz the first step of Kimer Shemayim Oretz to be Meshabed all our actions to Hashem and to realize that we are just a Keili and therefore to raise to elevate all our Maisim that they should all be Kimer Shemayim Allah Oretz the Kamaisim That's the end of Mitzvah's Al-Natalasidayim. That's the end of the share of Al-Natalasidayim. From there we move on to Mitzvah's Titsis. Mitzvah's Titsis takes this avoider one step further, one step deeper, deeper, adding on a whole new dimension to this whole idea of finding Shemaim here in Oretz. Because even after having understood Mitzvah's Al-Natalasidayim properly, it, this avoider might still seem somewhat distant, remote, somewhat abstract to us. Because throughout the day a person sometimes finds himself in various places, various environments, surrounded by various types of people, Jews, non-Jews, especially places that might seem so remote, so abstract from divine presence. 
So to say that wherever he is, with whoever he's dealing with, there and there lies a potential Kimiah Shemayim Oretz. In that place lies a Shemayim. It's very difficult to comprehend such a thing, let alone to put it all into practice. And therefore, straight after Mitzvah on the Tilis Yidayim, the Torah was Mazakas yet with another Hilga Mitzvah, Mitzvah Tzitzis. In the Chinuch and Mitzvah Shim Peivov, the Chinuch and the Shurish Mitzvah lets us in to some unbelievable things. The Chinuch says that we know that every strand, the strings of the tzitzes, there's white ones, and for every four, and for every few white ones, there's a blue one, a tchelis, a chutzal tchelis. Says the Chinuch, it's the following: We know that tzitzes is gematria six hundred, with the eight chutin is six hundred and eight, and the five shor and the five knots. 613. Continues the Chinuch. That person's goof, the oret, part of him, and the nafshe, a person's nefesh, it all belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ki alovon remez leguf shehu min haoret shenivras min hashelik. The lovon part, the, the white strings correspond to the goof which originates from oret, which is created from Shelek, and he brings up Pergadir Beleza, etc. The Chutin, the threads, also rumors to the Guf, brings another Gemara Nida, says that the Pergadir first created the, the, a person's Guf like the Chutin, that Cheles, which comes from Shemayim, quotes the Gemara, famous Gemara Menachos, that Tcheles is Doimele Yam, and the Yam is Doimele Rakia, etc. So the white Chutin are the other goof, that's Oretz. And the Chutzel Tcheles, that's the Neshama, that's the Bechin of Shemayim. Furthermore, continues the Chinuch, to wrap the strings around, to wrap the long string around the other string. The other strings is the first one is seven. One could do seven krichos or yud gimel krichos. Says the chinuch lerames or akim vavirim shebeneim in the airspace in between the akim. Or k'moyish omru like Chazal like it says in Alocha hapoiches layivches mishava. There must be a minimum of shava krichos. Ba'moyisif layoyisif aliyud gimel and the maximum is yud gimel. Explains the chinuch layivches mishava. The reason why the seven is seven krichos is the minimum because that's connected the shava akim. But layoyisif aliyud gimel or mustn't have more than thirteen krichos connected shiva. Rakim, seven Rakim, verse Shisha Virum Shabanayam. If there's seven Rakim, so the six airspaces between those Rakim, seven and six is thirteen. So from these words of the Chinuch one sees that the Nadakrichos correspond to all the Rakim. The, the white corresponds to the Oretz. The Tchelet corresponds to the Kisar Kova, the highest Rakim. If together one can say, one can surely say, that the mitzvah of tzitzes obviously represents Shemaim Baretz and the chibur of Shemaim Baretz the most amazing way. Even more, Chazal say that the Dalit compass of tzitzes corresponds to the Dalit compass of Baretz. That's why when we say in Mahavarabha, Vavyeinu Nasholem, Yarba compass of Baretz, we gather together, we take together all the tzitzes, all the four corners of tzitzes. This lesson is to teach us that wherever we are geographically, in any part of the world, from the four corners of the earth, even in the most remote place on earth, 
Right there and there, there is a psilt chelas as well. In every one of the four corners of the earth, there's a psilt chelas. There's a, a thread of chelas that corresponds to the kisa covers. And the chelas isn't stama chelas, but it's a potential avoider over there in that mokan that can connect us all the way to the kisa covers. And just like this is so geographically, in other words, in Bria, the very same is true geographically in Odom as well, who is also a Bria cotton and Odom cotton, as we mentioned earlier. Whatever matz of a person finds himself in, there is a kisya covered right there and then. In every action of the person, even if a person is busy with something that seems so unimportant and so distant from Ruchnius, even if a person is undergoing a very difficult Nisoyen in something, nevertheless, the, even though this is Mamisha parallel to some remote, distant place geographically in the Bria, again, it seems so empty of Ruchnius and so distant of Ruchnius, nevertheless, Mitzvah Tzitzis teaches us that that action or that place that he's in contains within it a Chutzel Tcheles, a potential avoider that can connect him with that avoider to the kisa covered right there in that mokhem or in that matzav or in that nesoyen that a person finds himself in. Every mokhem in Bria has a psul and every action in Adam has a psul a potential of finding the kisa covered. So therefore the maskana to be drawn from all this is that the whole Bria, from Elyoyne Elyoynim to Tachtoyne Tachtoynim, represents the greatest potential of Avoidim. And that's why the Svamak Toshim say that the Krichas, again the Krichas wrapping around the other threads that we know to do today. We do the first one, seven Krichas, then a knot, and then eight, and then a knot, and then eleven, and a knot, and then thirteen, and then a knot. Seven plus eight plus eleven plus thirteen equals thirty-nine. 39, says the Svarim HaKadoshim, is the gematria of Havaya Echot. Yudke Vovke Echot. Yudke Vovke is 26, Echot is 13, that makes 39. So the Tzitzes on the Rameis, on the beginning of Havaya Echot, of the Yudke Vovke Echot. And the Emma says that Hashem Echot, in the Pasuk of Shema Yisrael, Hashem Lekeinu, Hashem Echot, it's written in Shulchan Aruch that when we say Echot, one is supposed to be Marech in the Ches, because the Ches corresponds to the seven Rakim and the Oret. The Dalet corresponds to the Arba Kampus Oret, or the Arba Ruches HaShemayim. And the Aleph corresponds to, we've got to wrap all this up and send it up and elevate it to the Bechin of Aleph. So we see over here that Tzitzes, according to what we said till now, that Tzitzes represent this Because all the Rakim plus the Oretz are Merumas and Tzitzes as mentioned earlier in the Chinuch. And that corresponds to the Ches of the Echot, the Zayn Rakim plus the Oretz. The four corners of the Tzitzes correspond and represent the Dalet of the Echot. And when we hold all the four comforts of Tzitzes together, where in every pair of Tzitzes and every set of threads you have Shemayim and Oretz and all the Rakim between them, when we hold it all together in our hands, we're making a Yechot of all these elements together, which corresponds to the Aleph of Echot. So therefore, and in fact, in reality, when we say Vavienu Nusholoi Mi'arba Comforts Oretz, and we take all the Arab comforts, all the four corners of the tzitzis together, we are in fact preparing ourselves for this avoider of Shema Yisrael Hashem Elekeinu Hashem Echod. Tzitzis is the action that represents the, 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 the Hashem Echod. Now let's go a step deeper and explain this all a bit clearer. We know in the Svarim there's a whole parasha of Shpiris HaKelim. 
Meaning, that they are in its sparks of Kedusha, that fell, so to speak, that are present today in every part of the Bria. The chet of eating from the Eitzadaf, that was called Eitzadaf, Toiv Vira, caused in a fila, making a taruvas of Toiv Vira. In every element of Bria, there is the Toiv and the Ra mixed together. The Toiv is the Nitzutz, the spark of Kedusha, which is trapped in the Ra. Our whole avoider today is to rescue, so to speak, these Nitzutzes of Kedusha that fell. These sparks are hidden deep inside every single chalak of the Bria and it's up to us to elevate them and to raise them back to their source, to their shayrish. And therefore, now we can understand a bit better that in any place we're in, in Mokkan, in any matzav we're in, any nisoyan we're going through, we are involved in an avoidance of finding these nitsoitas, these pieces, these sparks of shemaim that are stuck and captured down here in the Bria, rescuing them by utilizing every mokom or every matzav or every nisoyan, thinking spiritually, thinking that definitely HaKadosh Baruch Hu put me through this Nisoyan or put me in this place, not to lose myself with Yish, but to hold on and to think spiritually, to act spiritually, not to fall, thereby freeing and rescuing this Nitzvah of Kedusha, making this Mokam into a Mokam of Avodah Sashem, this Matzah, this Nisoyan into a Matzah of Avodah Sashem, and thereby elevating all the Kedusha that's in this Mokam, Matzah of Nisoyan, back to its cherish. Obviously we're being very vague over here when discussing this sugya. This sugya of Shvir Sakelem on the Tzaitz is Aruchom Eretz Midor Achovem Yam. We really want to simply touch upon the Nakuda of this Avoida that's directly Negea to this Shir. I call upon him. The Siat Vishmaya, the Koyach, of acting spiritual, of being spiritual, of making an Avoida Sashem out of every Mokim Embriya and every Matzav. In other words, rescuing the nitzot stuck over there, this koyach and this siyat v'shmaya comes from mitzvah tzitzis. This mitzvah provides us with the koyach and siyat v'shmaya to act ruchni, to find ruchni in every mokim and every matzah. That's mitzvah tzitzis. It's no coincidence, obviously, that the word nitzot and tzitzis are the same word. Because mitzvah, it's mitzvah tzitzis that, it's that, it's, it's mitzvah tzitzis that finds us the chutzel chelis in every corner of the earth. The tzitzes of the nesinus koyach of finding this nitzitz, of finding the shemaim, of finding the chutzel chelis, finding the kisei akovit in every matzav and in every mokim imbria. The greatest rescue or the greatest capture, so to speak, of the tzitzes took place at Yitzias Mitzrayim. Where the Kodesh Baruch Hu promised Avraham and in fact Kali Yisrael left Berchosh Gadol the Bezos Ayam, the spoils, the booty that they captured there from the Yamsas the Swam Akdashim explained that the Bezos Ayam also refers to the spiritual Beza the Nitzaytas of Kedusha that Kali Yisrael rescued emptying Mitzrayim from all the Nitzaytas of Kedusha that were stuck and trapped there and that's why the Emes the Mitzvah Zechias Yitzis Mitzrayim is in the parish of Tzitzis. Ani Hashem Lekechem Asher Tzitzis Yitzchem Eretz Mitzrayim. 
because the capture because a large part of the Yitzhiz Mitzrayim in fact it's brought down in the Svarim Akdashim that the reason why Kralishor went into Mitzrayim were to rescue were to rescue these Nitzaytzes and therefore the Tachlis of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was to come out with these Nitzaytzes and therefore because it's the Mitzvah Tzitzes that gives us the Koyach to, uh, to take out and to rescue these Nitzaytzes therefore the Pasha of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is in the Pasuk of sorry the Pasuk of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is in the Pasha of Tzitzes in fact the Yalkishmoni Bishalach says the Ferish that Mitzvah Krishma that Mitzvah that, that, that Kriyas Yamsuf was Bishos Mitzvah Tzitzes and Chorus Apele what's Kriyas Yamsuf to do with Mitzvah Tzitzes it's possible that this is a Hezbah it's the Mitzvah of Tzitzes that enabled Kali Yisrael it's the Tzitzes that took out the Nitzvah from Mitzrayim one could perhaps go even deeper that in the Swam Akhtoshim it's also brought down in Sifrei Chabad the very Marach in this Nakuda that we know that the Yam always corresponds to what's called the Alma Disgassia, the hidden world. Yabosha, dry land, always corresponds to the Alma Disgalia, the revealed world. Because the Yam covers everything that's inside it. So therefore, all the Bechinas and Bria that are hidden, that one doesn't see, they are all the Bechinas of Alma Disgassia, Bechinas of Yam. And therefore, the Swam Akdoshim explained that what happened to Kriyas Yamsuf was that the Almadis Gathia split and became the Almadis Galia, which means that all the hidden elements of Bria were revealed. So therefore, if we apply this to what we're just saying, this means that when the, Kri- when the Yam split, all the Nitzaytas of Kedusha, which are hidden in the Bria, which is the Iskasi in the Bria, all became revealed. Thereby, that's the Biza Sayam. That suddenly all these Nitzaytas of Kedusha that, became, that, 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 that were revealed to Klal Yisrael, and we, that Klal Yisrael rescued all these Bechinas, and that's the Bechin of Biza Sayam that they left with. Now again, it's all the mitzvahs, tzitzes, that enables Kral Yisrael, that enables every single Jew to rescue and to find the chutzel tcheiles, to find the kisah kovet in every single element of Bria. The emissaries, we can go even deeper. The Maranayim quotes the Helech of Hashem a few times explaining the posuk, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks through the cracks. And the Maranayim explains this in the following way. A person might have fallen into the traps of the Yitzhahara, deciding to do an Avera. And this person might lock himself up in a room to do the Avera, locking himself that nobody should see him. And we know the nature of the person is, that even though he's in a room with no windows, and it's locked, and it's sealed from all sides, he still looks around nervously, fearing that somebody perhaps is after all watching him. Where is this feeling coming from? Lechoyer is stupidity. He knows the room is sealed. He knows there's no windows. He knows it's impossible for the human eye to look in. So why is he nervous? What's making him nervous over him? Why does he think that somebody's watching him? Says the Hedek about Shem's Chosayogun it's not stupidity at all. In fact, his fears are well-founded. HaKadosh Baruch is watching him. And he feels it. Explains the Maranayim Pshat. If, let's say, the cause of the Avera is that a person has an unbelievable Avera to commit a certain Avera, to commit and anything similar, the person has to realize that the Avera, the overwhelming Avera, that's made it incontrollable for him to keep himself back, he feels he has to do that Avera. It's burning. The Taiva is burning. This Taiva, this Avera, says Moranaim, is essentially a Ruchniistic Ava. It's Ava Sashem. There is only one Ava, and that is Ava Sashem. 
But this Ava fell, and it was captured by the Kochus Haram, who were making now this person use this Helig Ava, Rachman and Islam for an Avera. It's this Ava Hashem that's burning within him, that's in a Levush, that's in an external covering, that's in a clipper. That's making him foolishly think that the Ava is really for the Znus, or the Ava is really for the, uh, any other Ava Zora. But Chas Shalom, he has to know that it's really Ava Hashem. This Ava is in fact a Nitzot of Kedusha of Ava Hashem that's trapped by the Ra. But it's only an external shell. Inside this external shell, inside this clipper, it's the burning, overwhelming Ava Hashem. And it's that, it's this Avas Hashem that's frightening him. Making him feel that somebody's watching him. Of course somebody's watching him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu's mates is Inside him something, something is telling him, I shouldn't do that, Vera. I should love HaKadosh Baruch Hu instead. There's a type of baskal calling out to him. Don't be fooled into thinking that this unbelievable overwhelming Ava is an Ava for the Avera. It's an Ava that's been captured by the Avera. It's been captured by the Ra. And they just put a shell around it. But it's really an uncontrollable Avas Hashem. If a person in those crucial moments of yes Avera or no Avera makes this Cheshben and Epish to himself, just take the Ava out of the shell. Just take this overwhelming Ava that he's built up. Open up a Rambam in Perik Beis Hulchas Torah that the Rambam there gives us eight of how to get to Avas Hashem. And this person now, when the Ava is so strong, just channels it. Just switches it over to Avas Hashem. By being misboinen, how much one has to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. By making a cheshven and nefesh, how much he has from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How much HaKadosh Baruch Hu bestows upon him. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is our father, our father who loves us. And he takes this overwhelming Ava, and suddenly he makes Avas Hashem out of it. What's he done? He's rescued the nitzitz of Kedusha from the Kodesh Hashem. And he's returned it to its real, to its real source. He's taken an Avas Hashem. And he's, and he's returned this Avas Hashem to its real source. All this is shot in Meitzit Minacharakim. What's the Lashon of Meitzit? Tzitzit. Meitzit, Nitzut, it's only Koyach Tzitzit. Because the Mitzit Tzitzit is the Nixinus Koyach for finding and for rescuing all trapped Nitzitzit. Even at the threshold of doing an Avera. The pnimius of all avas and all yiras taveras are all bisharasham yiras and avas of kedusha. That's the message of the pasuk in the Suru, the pasuk of the leisasuru achri lebabchem veachri nechem. With the indafke in the parasha of tzitzis, the message is: don't be foolish, don't get trapped. Into what your eye meets, ein roya v'leif choymed. But remember, and a person always has to remember that Pasha's tzitzis is teaching us that the tava, the loisusura achrei name is really an avas shikaldusha that's fallen to klipa. Writing this love of loisusura and Pasha's tzitzis is the solution, and then a sinus koyach to get out of the trap, to free ourselves of the trap, to.
to remember tzitzis, to remember that mitzvahs, to remember the nitzvahs of Avas Hashem that stuck, trapped within this clipper of Avas Hashem. And it gives a person a siyat to the Shemaya and a sinus koyach to get out of it and to raise and to, to connect himself to the emesika Ava, to the Avas Hashem. And that's why there, in the Gemara Menachas, it says that a person had a terrible, overwhelming Ava for a Zoyna and she was the Zoyna's Bekrochei Ayom and he set about to go to, to cross the seas to get to the Zoyna and his tzitz is both tzitziyos of a toschule aponov. That's the Pshat in the Gemara over there. The tzitz is reminding him, ah, if a person can travel on a journey for the sake of an Ava Zorah, for the sake of a shell, for the sake of an Ava of Klippa, how much more so Allah has come on how much more so, how much further he has to go for an Ava Sashem. This is the deeper meaning, deeper application of Kimea Shemaim al Finding, not some finding Shemaim down here, not some finding a thread of Tcheles down here, but finding this thread of Tcheles in every Nisayan, in every Matzav, in the worst places possible. In fact, I think that it's from Tamid Hashem HaKadosh, but I think it's the Balatanyu who says that Nisoyen is Miloshom, or a nine perhaps, that Nisoyen is Miloshom Neis. A Neis is a mast that's raised high up. So they say that the Niso, every Nisoyen contains within it a Neis. Something from very high, a koyach aruchni, and the only way to get to this koyach aruchni and to raise it to how high it's supposed to be is to withstand the nesoyin, not falling to the nesoyin. If a person withstands and stays strong and stays firm and doesn't give up and is not misyayish and fights through until he succeeds in conquering his yitzharah, that's how he cracks open the shell. That nesoyin cracks open the shell and allows him to take out the nace and to elevate and to raise the mass high to where it belongs. That's the Chiddush, that's the additional dimension that Mitzvah teaches us in this Chibur Shemaim Borit. That even in a potential Avera, there's a thread of Tcheles, there's an Av of Kedusha, there's a Yer of Kedusha. So Mamish everywhere and every Matzav and Mokon, there's Shemaim, yes, there's Shemaim, yes, there's Tcheles, yes, there's Kisei HaKovet. One mustn't be Messiah Das in any situation, from the best situation to the worst situation, Chas Shalom. One must constantly be aware aware of these powers of mitzvahs, not to be Messiah Daf, to be alert to the potential avoid of Hashem that mitzvahs offers us. This is also perhaps the union of the tits that the coin god will war. The Pasuk says, al lohem Hashem. And Rashi explains that not Bahaya Mitzchay Tom, it doesn't mean literally that he must never take the tits off. He did sometimes take the tits off. But when the, but, but the Koya never, that's the Chiv, never to be Messiah Das, says Rashi from the tits. This Indian of not being Messiah Das is very fitting for the tits. Again, because the tits is from the Lashon of Nitzots, of tits. Just like tits has a blue thread to remind him not to be Messiah Das of the Kisya covered wherever he is. Oladin, the tzitz also had a blue thread, as the Pasuk says there in Tzavah. The Samta Oisoi al Psiltecheles. There was a Psiltecheles that tied the tzitz onto his forehead. A thread of Cheles, this thread of Cheles that tied the tzitz is, was, is the same Chutzel Cheles that we have in our tzitzes to teach us that you mustn't be Messiah Das because there's always the tzitz and the Kisar covered there. And that's why Dafke the tzitz is Allah of Tomid, Tmidus, not being Messiah Das. The Gemara says in Sukkot Afei that on the tzitz was written the word Kodesh Lashem. And nevertheless the Gemara says, and it's interesting that the Gemara says that Kodesh Lashem were written on two lines. Kodesh was written on the, on the bottom line, 
Kodesh Lamed, and the word Hashem was written on a line above, which is obviously a very strange way of writing Kodesh Lashem, to write Kodesh L on one on a lower line, and the Yudke Vovke on a, on, 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 a, on, a, on a higher line. And in fact, Rabbi Shua argues there in Sukkah, and Rabbi Shua claims that he saw the Tzitz in Rome, and Kodesh Lashem was written on one line. Explains the Moranai, Mechelet Beis, that the Bechina of Kodesh Lashem that's written on two lines, Kodesh La on the bottom line, and Hashem on the, on the line higher, that refers to a person who's elevated the Kedusha that was trapped in the Mata. So Kodesh is written underneath, and he raises it in the Mala to the, to the Shema Vaya, to the Yudke Vovke. That's exactly the point of the Tzitz. That's exactly the point of Tzitzes. Finding Kedusha everywhere, the Mata, even in a Mokim Tumah, and elevating it, the Mala. This could also be why the tit was mechaper for Tumas Migdash Kedoshov. Also, Rashi, point, Rashi quotes the Chazal that says that the tit was mechaper for a person who came into the base of Migdash B'Shoigik when he was Tommy. What's the connection of a tit being mechaper for a person entering the base of Migdash Tommy? But the answer is, according to this he thought, because if the tzitz of the koyach, to bring about a tahara, to bring out of place, to bring tahara and kedusha out of places of tumah, if it can bring tahara out of tumah, it can atone, it can be mechaper for somebody who brings tumah into tahara. If it's bekoyach, to turn a mokum tumah into a mokum tahara, it can, it, it can atone for somebody who made a mokum tahara into a mokum tumah. So this is all the mitzvah of tzitzes, and when we look at the ro'isa mo'isai, when we look at the tzitzes, even though we don't have a chutzal t'cheles today, but the Swam Akdoshim say that if a person is misboyning in the Indian of chutzal t'cheles, when he looks at his tzitzes, then the chutzal t'cheles, the chutzal t'cheles is there today as well. Now that we've discussed at length the chutim, the threads, the white one and the blue one, and the threads on all Arab comforts to teach us this avoider, now let's turn to the beg of the tzitzes to see how the beged ties into this whole shmuz. The general idea of a beged, as we know, is an idea of shmira and protection. When a person goes out, he goes out with clothes as a protection. In winter, he wears warmer clothes, etc. In Ruchnias, the beged is also an idea of protection, but spiritual protection. Levushim are called protection in Kabbalah. The beggar of a talus corresponds to what's called in Kabbalah the Or HaMakif. It's a koyach, it's an or of a Baruchu that surrounds the thing it's wrapped around in protecting it from all the dangers, all the dangers around it. The Anana Kavod was the best example of this. The Anana Kavod wrapped around Krali Sral from all sides, protecting them from hills, from holes, from wild animals, etc. In fact, Rashi Vashanam points out that the Anana Kovod washed and ironed the begodim of Klal Yisrael. Because the Anana Kovod is also a begin of Beged, of Levush, a Shmira and a protection. A large Levush, a large Beged around Klal Yisrael, so it took care of the smaller begodim as well. Now, in Ruchniyat, we know that Anana Kovod did the identical thing. The Anana Kovod was a spiritual beggar, a spiritual protection, protecting them from the Midbar, which is a spiritual danger zone. Because we know everything in the, in, the, in the physical world is only representing, is only a dogma of the identical thing that goes on in the spiritual world. So just in the same way as the Midbar in the physical world is a day or is, is, a, is a place of wild animals of Koychus that's only because in the spiritual world, Midbar represents the Koyachas of Ra, the Koyachas of Klippa. 
So therefore, Klal Yisrael, in this terrible, this terribly dangerous place, the Ruchnius, Klal Yisrael were protected with a beggar of Ruchnius, with a protection of Ruchnius that was called an Anakovet. There in the Midbar, in this dangerous place, they led a protected life. They were oblivious to all the dangers going on around them. They felt unbelievably comfortable. They felt unbelievable. Wherever they looked, they saw the Shechina, they saw the Tzila de Memenusa. Other in that mockum of that spiritual danger in the midbar, they found the blue thread mamish, as we mentioned earlier. That when the kodesh came down, the yerid Hashem al Sinai, the kisah kovet came down in the Hal Sinai, and the blue thread, the chutz of corresponds eventually to the kisah kovet, because tchelas doim el yam, yam doim el rakir, rakir doim el kisah kovet. So the midbar was the best example of everything we've been saying. If you look at the shell, if you look at it externally, it seems like the worst place in the world to be. The gashmias and in Gashmitz it's an Eretz and it's a place full of and in Ruchnius it's a place of Shlitov Gvura Shlitov Klippus and nevertheless this Klal Yisrael that's all externally internally Klal Yisrael is standing protected with the Anana covered around them and they're living a life of Kabbalah Satoira living a life of the Mon living a life of Mamishab they found the Tchut Shem there in the in the in the in the, in the Midmah the beged of tzitzis, the beged is the identical beginner of the nana covet. And when a person wraps himself with a beged of tzitzis, that means that he's wrapping himself with a protection. He has the private anana covet that Akarosh uses to protect every Jew in every situation, just like the general Kalal Yisrael was protected in some spiritual danger spots when they were in the when they were in the midbar. Akarosh wraps each and every one of us around in a kisah covet in every dangerous spot he puts us in. So therefore that's a tremendous a tremendous um for us. That when Akurish Prabhu sends a Jew into an Esoyan, into a Mokoim, where it seems like there's no Ruchnias but Fakir, Adarabah, it's a place full of Nisyonas. Every person has to know that every person has to know that Akurish Prabhu even though we've just said that of course and of course there's a chutzel chelis there and he has to find the chutzel chelis in that mokim or that matzav or that man or whatever the thing is but nevertheless a person might be frightened the person might say what's going to happen Where can I, I'm going to get ambushed by all these nisyonas I'm going to eventually have to give up I'm going to eventually be miyayish sometimes a person can think why did HaKadosh Baruch put me through such a nisyon if HaKadosh Baruch put me through the nisyon perhaps he wants me to fall perhaps he doesn't want my avoider but nevertheless a person has to realize that no HaKadosh Baruch doesn't plunge a person into a helpless and hopeless dangerous situation a dangerous mockum or dangerous nisyon without giving him that man a cover without giving him the beggar he requires to hold on and therefore a person in those difficult moments in the difficult matzavim in the difficult nisyonis in the difficult place where things seem so difficult that it looks like he's losing the battle with the Yetzirah it's all out war with the Yetzirah and he's losing it a person must be mechazic himself in those crucial moments and he must say to himself of course HaKadosh Baruch is at present now in the present protecting me giving me all the necessary assistance and protection and the to withstand the Nisyonis in this place. So therefore, together with the fact that I know that it must be a Chutzel Tcheles over here in this Mokoim, I know that this Chutzel Tcheles is tied to a Beged, and this Beged is a protection that I'm not going to fall into Yish, and I'm not going to say, how can I hold on? I'm going to remain an El that I'm striving to be here. 
and I'm not going to get angry, and I'm not going to get frustrated, I'm not going to have any kindness, chasu shalom against HaKadosh Baruch why did you put me through this, through all this? I'm sure you don't want me, and you don't want my avoider. Chasu shalom, it's the opposite, it's the opposite, it's the exact opposite, HaKadosh Baruch chose me, I'm the shliach Hashem, I'm, the, I'm privileged to be the shliach Hashem, in this mokoim, in this matzav, in this zman, in this nesoyim, to bring about such a kiddush Hashem, to find the chutzl chelev, and to be able to be mal, and to find the shomayim down here, and to be able to capture this, take it away from the clip, or take it away from this mokin olam azeh that it's being trapped into, to take it out, and to elevate it back into its source, and at the same time, simultaneously, I know that this chutzl chelev is tied to a beget, I'm tied to the nana kovet, why would Kali Yisrael in the midbar better than me, they were also in such a spiritual and physical dangerous spot, but nevertheless, nevertheless, they were so protected that they were makabal the Torah, they were so protected that they ate the mon, they were so protected that they had no idea of all the dangers around them. This is the chizah, this is what the person should feel. Obviously, this is to only talking about the person who has put Balkochach into this difficult matzah, into this difficult situation or this difficult mokham. If a person puts himself into an assign, obviously all this, this whole schmooze doesn't apply to him. It applies to an assign that HaKadosh Baruch sends a person. A mokham where HaKadosh Baruch sends a person. He must never forget that these two in Yonim are tied together. The avoid of the blue thread and the, and the protection of the beggar, just like the threads are tied or knotted to the beggar, it's one avoider. And if, if HaKadosh Baruch puts him in such a difficult place, he's definitely protecting him as well over here that he shouldn't fall. And that's a tremendous chizik. On one hand, he's the Shliach Hashem, and on one hand, he can bring about such an avoider. And on the other hand, what a wonderful feeling to feel that the embassy is feeling protected, and there's no mocking whatsoever for you. This explains us why the parasha of Tzitzis is at the end of parasha Shlach, which is the parasha of the Meraglim. It's possible to explain the Chet of the Meraglim in the following way. Their Kavana was obviously the Shem Shemayim. In the Midbar, they enjoyed this Anana Kovat. They enjoyed being wrapped around with the greatest protection. They felt so safe, so good. And they saw the Tzilidim and Menusa in everything, in everywhere, in everywhere they walked. In Eretz Yisrael, they were going to lose all that. The Nana Kovat wasn't going to continue to be with them in Eretz Yisrael. When they were going to enter Eretz Yisrael, they were going to be exposed to Olam Hazer for the first time. So they thought to themselves, why leave the safety? Why leave the protection of the Nana Kovat? Why expose ourselves to the dangers of Olam Hazer? Their mistake was, of course, that if HaKadosh Baruch exposes one to danger, he gives obviously the necessary protection to withstand the danger. HaKadosh Baruch Hu now wanted to take them out of the Nana Kovat, to expose them to Olam Hazer in order that we should be Zoycha through the mitzvah of Tchelet, through the mitzvah of Tzitzit, through the Beged of Tzitzit. We should be Zoycha to find our own protection, not being protected, generally speaking, by an Anakoba that was wrapped around the whole Klali Yisrael, but each and every Jew should find his blue thread, and each and every Jew should find his Beged, his protection. They failed to see this, and therefore Pasha Tzitzit with its lesson is in fact a taken for the Chet of the Miraglim. That's where they went wrong. With this Yisod of Mitzvah Tzitzit, we also gain an unbelievable insight into the whole story of Yehuda and Tomah. The Pasuk says that when Tomah demanded Simonim from Yehuda, says the Pasuk, Psilecha Rashi explains to me, She asked Yehuda to hand over what he was wearing. The Ramban obviously asks an obvious question in Rashi. Are you talking that Yehuda should give her his clothes? He should, he should be left without any clothes? 
is the Maharal in Gurari explains that Yehuda had a special beged besides his beged that he wore. He had a special beged to be Mekai Mitzvah Tzitzis. And it's this beged that she demanded. So Yehuda handed her his Tzitzis and remained clothed with the other beged. The plea is, why does she demand his mitzvah's titsis? What does she intend to, do, to use his titsis for? That Al Yisod answers this. Because in fact, this whole episode of Yehuda and Tomo is a classical example of all that we've been saying over here, the Indian titsis. Chazal say that Tomo knew exactly what she was doing. She knew that she was carrying a nitzot of Mashiach. She was carrying a nitzot of Malchus Beis David. From this Misa, Peretz was going to be born the father of Malchus Beis David, the father of Mashiach Tzadkenu, and the whole Achris Ayomim is going to come out of this. The Medrash says that she doesn't hear for Leidas Mashiach. Externally, there was a Misa Vera taking place. It seems a terrible act of Znus. Toma dresses up as a Zoyna, but in Pnimius, she was sowing the seeds of the Geula of the Achris Ayomim. That's why she's called Tomar, as the Chazal say in Medrash, in Bereish Yisrael, Perek Mem Aleph, Ma tomorrow libon mechavnam lamaala kachat tzadikim. Tomar, tomorrow, corresponds to doing everything L'Shem Shemayim. Everything she did was absolutely L'Shem Shemayim. So if her whole plan was to rescue this Heligen Nitzet of Malchus Beis David that she was carrying, and the only way to do so was by externally acting in a seemingly very negative manner, she needed, obviously, Mitzvah Tzitz, to aid her, to assist her bringing out a hidden nitzutz out of seemingly a Maisa Avera, making something that seems so negative into a future Kisea covered into Malchus based of it. And Mitzvah's Tzitzes does just that. Mitzvah's Tzitzes is actually cut out for this very Avoida. Mitzvah's Tzitzes can assist her bringing Kedusha out of every possible Matzah. And Mrs. Tzitzis will also protect her. Mitzad the beggar of the Tzitzis, it will also protect her from any koyach, preventing her from carrying out this holy task she has set out to do. So just like the Anana Kovit, in, which, which had inside it Matantaira, the Mon, and outside there was a dangerous Midbar, there was a mocking Clipper. This is exactly what was going on over here. Outside there was a Maisel Znus. Inside, there was a Heligenitzet of David HaMelech of Mashiach Tzadkenu. And that's why Toma asked and demanded for the, 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 the Tzitzes of Yehuda in order to be Mechazika in Avoida that she, was going to, that she was about to undertake. This sums up Mitzvah Tzitzes. Now, just as we said earlier, when discussing Mitzvah Natanasidaim, that Mitzvah Natanasidaim, the avoid of Mitzvah Natanasidaim has its parallel in the Besam Mikdash, which was the Kior, so too Mitzvah Tzitzes also must have and does have its parallel in the Besam Mikdash. But not just a parallel. It's possible to say that the Kalali Sikha avoid in the Besam Mikdash was this very message that Mitzvah Tzitzes conveys. Mitzvah's tzitzes didn't just have a parallel in the Beis HaMikdosh, but in fact, the whole Avoid in the Beis HaMikdosh was a beginner of Mitzvah's tzitzes. The Avoid of the Korbonus was conveying the same message as Mitzvah's tzitzes. Because what does it mean to bring up a Korban? What, is the, what was the mindset of the person whilst bringing up the Korban? The answer is that the person bringing up the Korban was thinking of this very thought that Mitzvah's tzitzes te- te- teaches us. You take a Balchai, you take something so physical, something that represents Chumrius, Gashmius, you burn away the guf and you release its nefesh, the spiritual nitzot that was within the guf. 
sending it, sending it now up to Shemaim. Having done away with the shell, having done away with the outside, with the external, you have now revealed the pnimius, the, the internal nitzvot, and by burning it up in the Mizbeach, you send it back up to its source, back to its Makor. As this is happening, the Makriva Korban, the Bailam of the Korban, thinks to himself, that this animal, in fact, it doesn't re- just represent some any odd animal, but it represents the whole Olam Hazeh, the whole Olam Hagashmi, and every physical nivra that's inside the Olam Hagashmi. The whole Olam Hazeh Bechlal is just one big goof. All the nivraim inside Olam Hazeh are all smaller goofim. Just as with this animal, the avoid is to rid it of its goof, to do away with the clipper, to do away with the external peel releasing the nits of Ruchni inside, returning it to its source. That's what's happening over here with this animal. So to the whole Avoide in Olam Hazer, which is one big goof, is to rid the world of this goof, releasing all the trapped Ruchnias, all the trapped Nitzoytas stuck inside this goof. We can go even further. We know that the fire, that was a nest that a fire came down from Shemaim that consumed the carbon. Uh, but nevertheless, even though this fire descended from Shemaim, they still lit a fire down here in the Bethamigdosh. Afal Pisha'esh Yered Mina Shemaim, Mitzvah Lahobi Mina Hedid. The Nomei Melech in Pasha's Korach explains that Baderach Avoidah, both the Esh Mina Shemaim, and the Eish Minahedyet both refer to Eish, which the other which the other light. The Eish Minashemayim represents the fire of his lavos that a person has for Avodas Hashem, for Avas Hashem, and the Eish Minahedyet refers to a fire of his lavos that a person has for Taiva for Dvaram Gashmim, etc. So the Eishmina Shemayim is the Islavas for Ruchnis. The Eishmina Hediet is the Islavas for Gashmis. Memela, these two fires meeting together mean that the fire for Gashmis was consumed by the fire for Avodah Hashem. The Islavas that a person might have had in the past for, for, for Gashmis gets consumed now by the Eish of Avodah Hashem, by the Eish of Avodah Hashem. And with the Omar and Nine that we mentioned earlier, it sounds even better. The fire, the fire that came down from Shemaim, consuming the fire from Oretz, indicates, in fact, that there in the Beis Hamikdash, B'shasa Hakrovas Korbonus, it's Nisgala, that the Shoresh, the Makar of all fires, even the fires of Taiva, even the Hislavas for Gashmias, even the fire for Hirhure Avera, for Avas, Roiz, Chasrushalim, etc., Really, though that fire isn't really a fire. Isn't really a fire for Islam, for 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 Taiva and for Gashmias. The two fires meeting together, this fire Milamata meeting